You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. We thought you might like to know that there is an organization in central Indiana called the Starfish Initiative, which pairs young scholars starting in eighth grade with a mentor with the goal of helping them move on to a post-secondary education, be it the military, a trade, or college, a four-year college and, and beyond. And both the mentors and the scholars get a lot out of this. And today, my guest, Crystal Givens, the president and CEO of the Starfish Initiative, will help us work through how this works. So stay tuned right here on The Chris Spangle Show. Crystal Givens, thank you so much for joining me here on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. So I am excited to talk about the Starfish Initiative. I think it is such a great program, and I've used it as an example so many times in talking with friends. Uh... Can you tell us, first, you're the president and CEO of the Starfish Initiative, and what is the Starfish Initiative? All right. Thank you for asking. And we are a organization, a nonprofit organization based right here in Indianapolis. And we, our goal is to ensure that students in high school have what they need in order to succeed. I know that uh, that's pretty broad, but What that means is that we connect our students and we call our students our scholars. We connect scholars who are 21st century uh, eligible. So all of our students are coming to us uh, as a part of the 21st century scholars program. And they come to us within their eighth grade year. So once they complete that application and we know that they're going to be a 21st century scholar, we give them then we provide the opportunity or the option for them to come on board with Starfish Initiative. There's an application process and we have, you know, some some requirements within there. But for the most part, we're accepting eighth grade students who have a a strong desire to achieve and they're highly motivated to to achieve um, not only in their academic life, but in their personal lives as well. So we connect those students to a mentor starting in their freshman year. And once they come on board with Starfish Initiative, we involve them in our programming, make sure that they're engaged and also making sure that we're checking in with them and provide other opportunities for them to to see something different, uh, like uh, with theater or civic engagement activities, but also making sure that our students are connected to another caring adult who helps them along the way as a career coach or a college coach, for instance, just making sure that that adult or that mentor is coming alongside them to support them in their efforts to achieve their dreams and their goals. Can you explain what a 21st century scholar is? Or did I get sure. that right? Yeah. I'm, yes, I'm not the 21st familiar with century that. scholar program is, is offered through the Indiana Commission for Higher Ed. So this is a, a statewide program for students who may have some financial uh, eligibility, they may, well, they have to be financially eligible to participate in this program. And um, it's assisting those students with college tuition, in-state tuition. So essentially, 
a student who qualifies for 21st century scholars or who is a 21st century scholar, they won't have to pay tuition if they're attending at Indiana College. There's a, a little bit more uh, layers in there, but that is the premise of the program to increase um, college participation in here in Indiana. And is it specifically targeting people who are economically disadvantaged or yes, marginalized? Yes, there's group? a financial need there. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what is what is the importance of college? Why is it so important to send those folks to college? Mm-hmm. And I, I say college in a in in a general way because that could also mean a certification program because the 21st Century Scholar Program doesn't just pay for a student to attend a university a four-year institution, it could also go towards an associate's degree. It can also go towards programs that uh, provide you with a certification. Um, so it's not just the, the, the four-year institution that we traditionally think of, but there are option, options and it's allowing students to explore their options and not just focusing on a, a university aspect of, of going to college and going off and away from home. But that is included as well. Yeah, the last time that I interviewed your organization, I was I was struck. I, I guess I had just never thought about my mom went to college, right? So yeah. when it was time for me to go to college, she had filled out an application. She knew how to do it. Like there was there was an awareness, and it just had never struck me that there might be families out there who don't have somebody in their family or That's within right. their circle that need help understanding the path to college, the track to college, and oftentimes like high schools or middle schools or whatever, you know, they're, they're a little overwhelmed. So, you know, that's one of the great things that your organization does is really pairs mentors and scholars to prepare them and, and give them skills that they might not have had. Like, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, that's right, Chris. And and I, I would really I want to piggyback on on your first statement that that you saw someone in your own household who, who went to college and how that pretty much set the standard for you. You didn't have to go outside to seek that. So with um, a lot of a lot of young people, a lot of scholars, a lot of students across the country, not just in Indiana, that is not the, the experience. And I will use myself for an example. That was not my experience growing up. I knew people outside of my home who went to college. And in particular, I knew two people um, who went to college and when the college they told me they went to, I was like, okay, I want to go there just because they, the way they talked about the college experience and just for me to hear their experience from their eyes made me that much more um, intrigued and wanting to know what, what that was all about. So I did choose to go on to that, to that college and I didn't, hear it from someone in particular in my home, but it was a close, a close friend, close relative and two close relatives. Um, and so just being that person that a young, a young person that's in the eighth grade, maybe that they may never have never heard of anyone from their family or close family going to college, but just exposing them to someone that one person could change the trajectory of their future. And that's what we're all about and why we want to work with mentors who are, excited to come alongside that one person to be that coach, that cheerleader, but also to be that person to correct them sometimes and be that person to get them back on, to help get them back on track and just helping to be that resource for parents as well. Because if you, if um, in my instance, and, and using myself again, as an example, my mom didn't know, my, my dad didn't know, my grandparents didn't know they had never attended college. So that you don't know uh, what you don't know. So just having some a, a 
person who has knowledge and experience in those areas can can open the door for many more experiences and many more options for a young person. And that's what we're we're really all about too. We're wanting to motivate, encourage, and just and really set help these these young people to set the bar high for themselves and letting them know that you can reach beyond the stars because your life it, it matters. Your life matters and what you plan to do in your life it, it matters. And we are um, a group of people in this nonprofit space who want to help you get there. So we we talk to a lot of uh, high school students because we're broadcasting on Indiana high school and college radio stations. College is so expensive, and I'm I'm sure there are people kind of debating whether they should even go. Make the case for college and why it is important for one of your scholars to go to college, and how does it change the trajectory for them? Oftentimes, mm-hmm. and I, I want to make the case for the many options in that college. Is, is there are many options that fall under that word college. Maybe secondary the, education would be a better yeah, way to put it. Secondary yeah. education. Yeah. There's, and you are not limited in your options. So just making sure that you explore the options and whether the option is, it comes through the military because there's another way, that's another avenue to get uh, education and further your education through the military. And again, through the trades um, and those programs, and then also going to a university, whether it's a four-year or two-year institution, I do believe that all of those avenues would work depending on what the what that person, what that scholar is looking for. There are multiple avenues to help you get to to the goal. And I I am a strong proponent of education. You have to have an education in order to change your life in this in this world. And education will set you apart from from the competition or from those who are not furthering their education. So education really makes a difference in our lives. And it's not just a matter of making more money, but it does change the quality of your life as well. And if you have some dollars to back that up through 21st century scholars, Hey, that makes it all, all better. And that makes it, that makes it even that more compelling to say, I'm coming, I'm graduating with no debt. (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't have that same story. <laughs> and so let's let's get down to kind of the the details of what the relationship between a mentor and a scholar is like. Mm-hmm. If, if is it like a big brothers big sisters situation where you meet up once a week or month, or is it there a structured activity? Like if you become a mentor and a scholar, what happens? How does that work between the two? Sure. So a mentor and a scholar that we are making sure our mentors and our scholars understand that this is a relationship that we want you to have throughout the rest of your life. This is not just to help you graduate high school. This is someone who is investing in your future, investing in your right now in order to help you to, again, reach those goals that that a young person has for themselves. And although we know those goals are going to change, but this is a caring adult who's coming alongside you to help you grow and to help you reach your potential. So that relationship is is really uh, one of the one of the best relationships that a, a young person could have. And I'll just um, segue for just a second to, to say that everyone and I'm sure you can attest to this as well, Chris, everyone needs a mentor. I myself still have a couple of mentors that I go to for again, for that correction. I'm, I'm almost, I, I cannot second that enough. I mean, from the beginning yeah. of my career, I'm almost, almost 40. I would not be living out my dream job if it weren't for mentors. You know, yes. it's incredibly important. Yes, incredibly important. And, and our starfish mentors, 
they're coming alongside because we're starting the um, the youth scholars, I'm sorry, start the program in high school. So they're coming alongside their freshman year because there are certain standards and things that you expect to happen at the end of the freshman year. Like there's a, a portal called Scholar Track that the state um, has, has implemented for the 21st century scholars and for all students across the state. Scholar Track just helps you to, to give some some tasks that you need to complete before the end of your your uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior years in high school. So the mentor can help with that. But also the mentor is helping to goal set. The mentor is also helping with some, maybe helping with some financial literacy. The mentor is helping to identify possibly what do you want to study in college? What do you want to um, what do you see as the next step as you move into your sophomore year? And I'll skip ahead to to senior year. The mentor is there to make sure that the the plan is already set before second semester of senior year. You know where you're go- what you're going to do, and that that generally happens at the end of junior year. But we know sometimes that there are still some outstanding um, items or or tasks to get done, like what determining exactly what school you're going to go to, because there may be multiple offers. We have a, um, quite a few of our scholars who have gotten accepted into multiple schools. So we want them to drill that down before the end of that um, fall semester so we can help them to plan for going on to, on to college or going on to the military. So, um, so yeah, so it's really about where the, where the students are in their journey and they're meeting the students where they are. And they're also not only that student, but they're meeting the families where they're where they are. And we have had many, many, many mentors come back and tell us that the they think that the scholars think that they did so much for them, but in turn, they the scholars have done so much for that mentor. So it's a it's it's very rewarding on both ends. And we love hearing the stories of how our uh, scholars and mentors have gotten mutual benefits out of these these growing relationships and how our scholars and mentors have kept in touch after so many years. And I actually just got a a message from one of our mentors. Uh, I think it was about four years ago. She was involved with her scholar, but she just attended her scholar's wedding. So it's, these are lifelong relationships that we're building between our scholars and mentors. And I, for, for myself, I do have a, a, a scholar by myself. And, and um, I can tell you that it is, it's definitely helping me not only as a, a professional, but helping me to to um, to stay on track and, and to be accountable to someone. It's just I don't know. It's, it is rewarding. Definitely rewarding. How, how so? How are you accountable to the scholar? Because I don't I, I, it, I just cannot let her down. I feel I am committed to her success and committed to finding the best and and most important resources for for my scholar to ensure that she exists successful and that I'm setting her up for success not only today for her as a sophomore going into her junior year but for her future so her knowing already that what college that she wants to attend I um, went on the college tour with her her family is also involved but she and I went to to Hanover together and just talking about some of the things she enjoyed about it didn't enjoy. Uh, and then, you know, making that list of pros and cons and being able to bounce those ideas off of someone else, it's always helpful. And I still that's something that I still do today with other people, my, like I said, my mentors. So, you know, just having that valuable person to to not judge you, but just to give you that insight that they and that wisdom. We're looking for people who can provide wisdom as well. 
um, because it's it's beneficial. You and we tell our scholars, you may not get it now, but I guarantee you, it'll you know you'll you'll get the lesson one day. It'll it'll come back and be like, oh, that's what she was trying to teach me. Yeah, <laughs> wisdom is wasted on the young. As I think I forget what the phrase <laughs> is, and that, that, I think that's such an important part of mentoring. I've I've you know mm-hmm. I mean even in my mid thirties, I've had mentors that have pushed me to see beyond my own potential. They see something in me that I didn't see in myself. They, you know, push you to kind of see the world in a different way. And I think when you're young, and you tell me if you see this, you know, not just the accountability, I'm sure you're checking in with somebody, oh, did you get this application done? Um, I'm sure many of your scholars are self-starters automatically. Yes. But just to have somebody say, you can do this, and have you ever thought about this? Because it's actually way easier than you think it is. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Please continue. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say that is, and that's that's one of the the biggest components of being a mentor because we've been there, you know, and and helping our our scholars to understand you're not in this alone. I've walked that road too. And this is a mistake that I've made that I don't want you to make. Now, granted there, you know, we're all going to still make mistakes, but having someone who is caring and understanding and can be that person that a shoulder you can lean on when you do make that mistake to help you back up is pretty critical as well. Because no one wants to be beat up for the mistakes that they made. Here's here's how I got out of it. You know, providing some alternatives and providing solutions. So how does somebody become a scholar? Great question. The scholars, we are recruiting scholars right now. We are um, just contact Starfish Initiative. Go to our website. You see it scrolling at the bottom of your screen. Go to our website and, and reach out to us because we want to make sure that the scholars understand their expectation. So we have, um, you know, you can place your interest there, but we don't want anyone to apply, um, go through the whole application process before they understand what the expectations are, what the commitment is to this program. And, and knowing that you have to put something into it in order to get something out of it. And then what about a mentor? If somebody's listening and they want to sign up and, and mentor, what are your qualifications for that? Yes. Yeah, so our mentors are professional. So you need to be a professional in space. And we do have a a current requirement for mentors to have um, college experience. And, um, and again, like I said, that that could vary. So um, just contacting us to with your interest in the mentor. That's that's an interesting point. Because last time I interviewed somebody, I don't have my bachelor's. I didn't, I'm, I have like 65 credit hours. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, so did that change? You know, I, I went to college early on now, but I am a professional. Uh, yes, so that's why I said it. We yeah. we do not we do not let that be a barrier because there's a lot of great people out here that who are ready and willing to be mentors and are, are ready to pour into our scholars, and we don't want that degree to hold them up. So you, there's experience. You have college experience, so so come on board and and sign up to be a mentor, and we take you through an orientation process. Um, there's also um, the some certain standards that we have our mentors to do. There's a background check as well. And then our mentors are prepped on what their expectations are also. So we don't want anyone to take this lightly because this is a commitment that our mentors take on and it is a volunteer opportunity. So it's not something that, you know, you're, you're getting paid to do, but volunteering your time is really helpful to uh, our organization and really critical to us meeting our mission. 
So I'm sure maybe there's somebody out there listening going, I don't live close or I don't have time, but I want to support your work because you're doing a, a great thing. I imagine you take donations or how do you, how is your organization funded? Oh my goodness. Yes, we do take donations. We are always happy and ready to take donations. And we do accept individual donations on our, our website at starfishinitiative.org. But we are also funded by foundations and corporate support. So we do a lot of grant writing as well. But our in the individual support is really uh, critical to our success. That's great. Well, uh, how did you get involved? Why, why did you choose to come work for this organization before I wrap it up here? Yeah, so I, I got involved. Um, I've always been in the education space, mostly around early childhood education. But then I, this opportunity was presented to me from one of my mentors, and she uh, wanted me to, to expand and broaden my horizons and, and also challenge myself. Um, so she presented the opportunity to me, and at first I turned it down, and then she came back and said, Crystal, you need to do this. So again, that correction part, <laughs> and I, I came on board um, and just been ex- excited and happy to move this organization forward. So again, I'm always excited to talk about education and how education can benefit and change your life. All right, last question. I ask this of everybody. What do you see on a daily basis that you wish everybody understood about your work? I wish everyone saw that it takes money to do this work. That is um, one of the, the biggest myths, I think, about nonprofit work, that you, you don't have any money. But in, as a matter of fact, we need money and we need lots of money, just like a, a, a business, a for-profit business needs money to, to keep their operations going. So do we. And I, I just challenge um, individuals to get involved and volunteer their time, but also support with their financial contributions as well, because it, it helps so many people. And we recently graduated, um, had around 80 students to graduate, graduating seniors from our program. And many of those students are going on to post-secondary opportunities. And we could not do this work without the support of, of funders, of support of individuals that are coming alongside us because they see the value in it in changing someone's life through education and through programs like Starfish Initiative. Crystal Givens, president and CEO, starfishinitiative.org. You can find that in the show notes if you'd like to go and volunteer, if you'd like to become a scholar, if you'd like to donate some time and money, that'd be great. Thank you so much for joining me. It was really a pleasure to talk to you. I appreciate the time, Chris, and thank you. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you again soon. All right, great. I'm going to leave it rolling just because I'm going to do an intro right after this, but I really okay. appreciate it. Thank you so much. This will be out on podcast fairly soon, but it won't air over the air for a few months just because we're giving them a bunch to air over radio stations, like kind of, you know, pick and choose your <laughs> what you're going to air when. So. All right. <laughs> but I'll make sure to send it to you once uh, it's up and, and it's on uh, indianapodcast.org.com. Okay. Excuse me. All right. I appreciate your time and, and the invitation. Yeah. Anytime you have something else, please come back. I'd love to talk to you, you know, maybe six, 12 months from now. Okay. That'd be good. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.